You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays, the Small Business Saturdays podcast with your host and my husband and my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery and you can find me at oursuccessgroup.com. Hopefully everybody has having a great Saturday morning and you're excited to get into it here. We are deep into our review of the fundamentals of business success and covered a lot of ground. Uh, actually, this week, I'm going to skip going through all of it because uh, I, I want to get right into this. I want this to be something that uh, is going to be really valuable for you, but uh, in and out also, right? So we wanna, we're going to be talking today about surrounding ourselves with success. Quotes are, are, are out there for a reason, right? There, there's quotes that we repeat. And, you know, yes, a lot of times it can be, you know, to align and all this other stuff. But the other reason that quotes can be very important to us is that they are a message that while we might understand it, maybe we forget about it. So so these quotes are things that just help us kind of bounce back to it. And this gentleman named Jim Rohn, a pretty well-known person who uh, does a lot of self-development work. He said this, he said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. One more time. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, think about that, right? I want you to think about that and let that sink in for a bit. And once you do that and you start thinking about the people you, you spend the most time with, and then you start thinking about how you do things, right? And and how you do one thing is how you do everything. And that's a, a, another good point to think about. But but just be thinking about that. Let that sink in. And as you do, you're going to recognize it. You're going to start seeing, oh, yep, yep, I, I, I do that. And that comes from that person. I, oh, yeah, I do that. Sometimes that comes from that person. Uh, when I spend a lot of time with that person, I get into that thing, right? I'm saying those things, being that way, acting that way, having that attitude. So before we get all the way into this, I want you guys to grab a piece of paper and, and just anything doesn't need to be anything fancy, just somewhere where you can write a list. And I want you to, uh, you know, like I said, grab a piece of paper. Maybe it's a note app for you on your computer or, what, or phone or whatever. It's just some way that you can make a list. And then I want you to start making a list of all the people that you hang out with the most. And that list could be five, uh, could be more, right? Just get it, get a list going. And, and, we don't need to spend a lot of time doing this. You're, you're just go with your gut on this. And, but once you start getting that list going, ultimately what I want you to do is get it ranked down to the top five people you spend the most time with. And I'm not talking about quality or anything, just total amount of time. So if you took all of the time that you spend with each of these people, and that can be in person, that can be online, that can be, um, you know, kind of virtually, right? Uh, the, the people that you talk to the most, not not the people that you listen to the most. Now that that's a little bit part of this, but but really what I'm looking for here are the people that you interact with and engage with the most, right? So when you start writing down that list, um, th that's going to be a great place for us to start. And uh, that's going to help us work through this fundamental here that we're going to talk about today. So with that being said, I wanted to just, again, say good morning to everybody. Um, also let folks know that uh, 
if you you, you want to learn more about our success group, we've got some really cool things happening over there. Um, membership is growing. We've got new people coming into the community all the time. And um, it's just, just been a really fun time at our success group right now. In fact, uh, we are actually have applications open for the Masters of Success program. Uh, we've got a, a new member or two, and um, we've got room for some more. If anybody is interested in joining a mastermind program, talk about surrounding yourself with uh, the right kind of people with success. Uh, let me see if I've got a banner for that. I, I should somewhere. So those of you catching the um, non-podcast version, the video version, you can see it. But I will also uh, spell that out for those of you folks on the uh, podcast version. So it's oursuccessgroup.com forward slash MOS, which stands for Masters of Success. You can go over there, look at the details, but um, really ultimately once you get there, if you think that that's something that's right for you, go ahead and apply. Make sure that you read all the details before applying. Um, but if you are, are unsure and would like to talk about it, just scroll down to the bottom of that page and you'll see a place where you can reach out. You can schedule a call with us or contact us and uh, we could talk about your business and just kind of see if the Masters of Success could be right for you. So with that being said, um, let's do this. Let's dive into this and talk a little bit more about surrounding yourself with success. Uh, hopefully by now you've gotten that list started or, or, or maybe even done, but preferably done if you can. Again, we're not looking for anything like um, rankings from any of that stuff right now. We just need a list of the top five people that you engage with the most, that you spend the most time with uh, in your daily lives, like I said, whether in person or virtually. So with that list at hand, I want to give you another quote here. And um, this is by a gentleman named Waylon, who's a marine artist, uh, but the quote was rather profound. So um, I thought it was really good. He says, there are two types of people, anchors and motors marine artist, remember, right? So there are two types of people, anchors and motors. You want to lose the anchors and get with the motors because the motors are going somewhere and have more fun. The anchors will just drag you down. So thinking about your list, we need to start making deliberate decisions about the groups that we're in, about the people we hang out with, about the posts that you read, about the people that you listen to, all, all those things, deliberate conscious decisions. Because if we just let it, our conscious brain will just keep us in the groove, keep us doing the thing that we've always done, right? And that's the way we're set up. That's how we conserve energy. That's how we um, continue moving forward and surviving is by having that mechanism where we'll just keep doing the same thing over and over again because it's comfortable. And that's what our subconscious brain is wired to do. But we also have a conscious brain that we have to utilize its power and start being deliberate about the things that we do so we can start changing those habits and getting the subconscious brain into a different habit. So, for example, if your goal is to have a successful six or maybe even seven figure business, right, $100,000 million business, then the crafter groups, right? The the places where everybody's showing off their stolen artwork and, and things like that um, are probably not for you, right? The, the, the groups that are trying to find the cheapest 
way of everything are probably not for you. Yes, there may be a helpful tidbit in there every now and again, but the rest of the negativity and the dragging you down, the anchor side of that is not going to be worth it for you. So just leave the group, right? Um, the, the people who you interact with that start off with just sharing their problems and, and it's all about one upping, right? It's all about, I have it worse. Uh, um, they're probably not for you. That's an anchor, right? Maybe turning on the news media 24 seven and going through the, the cycle of how um, bad everything is, right? And yes, there are challenges in the world, but we don't need everybody's opinion on it over and over and, and to tell us even make it sound even worse to sensationalize it, right? That's what the problem with, and and I'm not talking about one side or the other. I'm talking about across the board. Um, And this is not a, oh, fake news kind of thing. This is just in general. I mean, there, there's, it's kind of gotten to that point. So that's an anchor, right? So what you want to do is if, if the news is for you and you need to understand what's going on, which I I totally get, right? I I don't want to be in the dark myself, but for me, it's, I got to pop in, try to find unbiased, unopinionated information. That way I can understand how I can help and support and do my part and, but only focus on my world. So get in and get out because otherwise that's an anchor, right? So that's the first part of this. We, we need to start figuring out who are the anchors and who are the motors. Um, and, and, and as we talk about surrounding ourselves with success, people's one of it. We're going to get more into the people here and, and then go from there. So the next thing here is when we talk about being deliberate about anchors and mo- motors, then you still have to start getting real intentional about reaching out to more positive, more impactful, more action-oriented people and then start emulating them and start spending less time interacting with those who do seem to start off any every interaction with, here's the crummy thing that I'm dealing with right now, right? And woe is me, the world, the sky is falling. I get it, right? Bad things happen. I'm in no way, shape or form trying to say that bad things don't happen. And I'm in no way, shape or form saying that every once in a while, we we don't need to, you know, kind of go, yeah, gosh, this, this sucks. Uh, do you have any ideas for me? Right. But when it's always just about, it sucks, that person's not ready to be successful yet. Let's be there to support them as we can, but to hang out with them and spend a bunch of time with them is going to bring you down. And then you won't be able to help that person. Right. So you need to, again, get really intentional with who you interact with, get in those groups and participate with positive responses. Right. So to be successful, we also have to be the leaders. We can't just sit there and consume and watch and hit the like button and all that other stuff. We have to be leaders. We have to positively engage. We have to be able to be out there and showing that we are ready to attract success, right? And when you start doing that, you will be amazed at what you attract. I know for me personally, over the last, uh, I guess we're going on three years now, which is really awesome, that I've been immersing myself more in these success principles. The people that I've attracted and the people that are around me now and the opportunities that come to me are so incredible. I couldn't have fathomed half the things that I get to do now. In fact, it's to a point where my challenge is, is learning how to say no even better because there are so many great opportunities coming my way, right? But but that didn't happen until I got out of that blaming, complaining, and excuse-making that we talked about in the very first fundamental and started 
interacted positively, surrounding myself with positivity, um, opening myself up more to my wife's way of looking at the world, which is all rainbows and ponies, which I love, right? And that's not a not a joke in a, in a sense. She she has a positive outlook, and she always thinks the best of everybody. And will that burn her every once in a while? Absolutely. Is it the end of the world when it happens? Not at all. And she continues forward and continues to do ama amazing, great things. So when when you are thinking about this, you'll be amazed at what you attract when you start being a positive leader that is deliberately inserting yourself into the right places to be that positive leader. Um, but again, you have to get active. You have to get engaged. You can't just be a consumer all the time, right? We can't can't make this like a, uh, a TV. We have to make it like a telephone where we're engaged. All right. All right. So with that being said, I want to get into the next segment here. And um, Jerry did ask, should I include my dogs? Well, um, that is certainly up to you. Um, it, here's the deal. I love dogs, right? They are a positive influence. They, they show unconditional love. Um, do they know how to create a successful business, right? I love my dog. She is like my my world in a lot of senses. I think sometimes my family gets a little upset with how much attention I pay to her because she is my little princess. And um, I actually have to spoil her so I can actually raise my son <laughs> correctly. <laughs> um, but uh, anyhow, I, I, Jerry, to answer your question, um, I think dogs are great and we want to surround ourselves with them because they do bring this amazing positive energy. Um, but ultimately, I think we need to get to humans here to to really kind of make this work. So um, and uh, good morning, Richard. I see that you're tuned in as well. Great to see you, sir. Um, OK, so. We talked about that. We talked about getting intentional about kind of surrounding ourselves a little bit. But let's go back to that list. Right. You, you had that list of five people. Hopefully you caught that part. If, if you're just jumping in in the middle here um we want a list of all the five people that we spend the most time with and and back to jerry's point let, let's make it humans I, I don't don't cut the dogs out of your life but and, and in fact maybe do a little bit more of that but i also want you to get real intentional about the people that you're spending the most time with all right so with that list of and again no ranking or anything like that at this point yet i i just need the most time the the most interaction that you have right and again it's not listening so if you're just here listening to me all the time you can't put me on the list but if you reach out if you comment if you you know have volleyed me how about that <laughs> if you're not familiar with volley uh go to osg.link forward slash volley those kinds of things right then you can't put me on your list all right all right but all right Sorry, I got way too off track and I love talking about volley too. So take that list and then I want you to really look through it. Go, okay, cool. I'm good. And then I'm going to tell you this. I bet you that most people missed someone on that list, right? And, and actually this person is actually the person you spend the most time with and don't realize it. Yes, it's yourself right? I don't want you to add yourself to the list, but research shows that we talk to ourselves about 50,000 times per day. I, I looked that number up a couple times and I'm like, holy cow, right? But you think about it, every opportunity that we're just sitting there thinking, we're talking to ourselves. So our thoughts happening in our brains, about 50,000 times per day, we talk to ourselves. Now, 
The challenging part of that research was that it also indicated that about 80% of that, that talk that we're having to our, with ourselves is negative. It's, oh my gosh, you should have done this. It's, it's the beat up. It's that, that inner critic really getting at you, right? That's 40,000 words that are showing up for you each and every day that are not serving you, right? And that's the average. So let's change the ad, average. You know, those negative words are, 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 are thoughts, right? The thoughts that you're thinking, and they affect everything about us. They affect our attitude. They affect our motivation. They even affect our physiology, meaning we could physically have our thoughts make us feel bad or, or sick, right? Sick, that sick to our stomach feeling when, when you're really down on yourself. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. And beyond just the physiology, kind of that internal feeling uh, and, and some of that physical sensations that you feel, it can even affect our biochemistry, meaning things like stress and negative emotions, they create some of the challenges that we face as people. You know, I, I've got some high blood pressure that I'm working on. And I know a lot of that came from that big chunk of my life where it was about being negative and, and about blaming and complaining and making excuses and, and then stress, right. And stress evolves from negative emotions. So those things are huge contributors to a lot of the, the issues that we deal with physically. You know, I know for me, weight gain, right. And, and high blood pressure and, and all of these things. So when we look at that, we need to start thinking about how can we change that inner critic into an inner coach? Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier in um, the fundamentals, and, and this was uh, number four, which is reignite self-trust. And that's really what we're, we're what's happened, right? We, we've kind of lost trust in ourselves over time because we beat ourselves up so much that we're like, gosh, you can't do anything right, right? But so we have to reignite that self-trust. We need to start changing that inner critic into an inner coach. And the great news is, again, just like surrounding yourself with successful people, it all starts with just being intentional, right? It all starts with just recognizing when you're going, gosh, darn it, you, right? And I, I'm going to use volleyball because this is an, uh, something that I can <laughs> I can relate to and I can tell a story about. Um so last Thursday night, we had our playoffs for the uh, um, league, the, the men's league. And it's, it's, I could call it the old man's league because, you know, most of us are well over 40. And, um, you know, actually I'm at 47, one of the younger guys on my team. There's a couple of younger guys, but um, anyhow, we were playing and um, I, for whatever reason, I was just having a bad day. And I, I started having some bad emotions, right? And I was just beating myself up. Oh, gosh, Aaron, you, that was a terrible play. Oh, my gosh, I missed that. You know, I missed my serve, whatever it was, right? And and this started building. And at first, I forgot that I needed to be intentional about it. And I started letting that get me down. Um, and then I said, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Nope. Uh, remember, you're supposed to recognize those thoughts, and then accept them saying, hey, thanks for reminding me that I need to focus more. And then I need to say, but 
we can do this, right? And and I just started changing those thoughts in my head. And before long, I was playing so well, right? We actually ended up winning the first game in the playoffs. And um, we, we were uh, winning through the end of the final match. And uh, we were just ran out of gas. We ended up uh, only, so the teams we play with, they're six-man teams. And actually in the first match, we were missing two guys. And uh, so we had to play with four versus six. And then in the final match, we got one of our guys showed up. And uh, so we we were only playing with five and we all just ran out of gas, me included. Right. And and again, I started getting back to that where I was like, ah. but in the middle of it there, I had this moment where I was playing fantastically and it all came from changing that inner critic into an inner coach. I just accepted what was being said. Right. Almost kind of this idea of listen to your heart. Thank it for helping you and, and being concerned and then reassure it that you've got this right. And, and that's what, what a coach would do, right? So a, a great coach is somebody that's going to push you to be a little bit better. It's going to say, Hey, you need to acknowledge that you got to do better on this, right? Here's the things that you need to work on. But it, that, that coach, that great coach is also going to say, I believe in you. I know you can do it. I wouldn't be sharing these things with you if I didn't believe that you could do it. Right. I, I'm here to help and support you. And then go from there. So we need to turn that everyday inner critic into an inner coach that will lift you up, that will hold you accountable, but at the same time, be positive and supportive, right? So that that's the second piece of it, right? We're, we're talking about the people, but you also need to understand that part of surrounding ourselves with success is kind of that acting as if and, and, and being that coach and, and you being somebody with that mindset of success. All right. So we've got all that. And um, with that said, I want to get into the next phase here. All right. So we've converted that inner critic into an inner coach. Now I'm back to that list of five again here. And this time I actually want you to, to deal with that list. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to make a mark next to each person on that list of five. And I want you to put a plus sign next to the positive people, those people that are encouraging you, that are holding you to a higher standard, or they're inspiring you to be more every day. And again, these are the people you're interacting with. So put a plus next to each one of those people on that list that that should be in the positive side, right? The other people on the list, I want you to put a negative sign next to their names. And, and those would be the people on the list that, uh, you know, that like to blame, complain, make excuses, commiserate. You know, it's that person we talked about that wants to one up everybody that 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 their things are worse and and everything is bad and um you know they they start every conversation with this bad thing happened to me and or or, or is happening right now right and I want you to be really honest about this. I'm not asking you to share this list with any anybody or anything so that you get to be completely honest about this right? and the minus sign people could be people like your spouse. It could be a family member. It could even be a parent, right? I don't, I don't want you to jump ahead here. I'm, I'm not going to ask you to um, get a divorce or stop contact with your parents or anything like that, right? So don't jump ahead. We do want to improve this list, but we've got a, got a way to do that, right? And so I'm going to get to that last. But one more thing before I get to the last piece to where we can improve that list. And I said, yes, we wanted to make this sh short and sweet. And I, I think we're doing that. So I'm loving it. Um, if you guys do have 
questions or anything that I can address or or thoughts or whatnot, for those of you that are tuned into the live version, please feel free to uh, to to go ahead and put those in, and I will get to that in just a moment here. Now, we, you've made the plus or minuses on your current list. Now, I want you to make a list of five or more people who are not currently on that list of five that you already have, right? So just add them to the bottom or something like that. But the people sh that need to be on this list should be people that you would put a plus next to, right? They, they, they have positive aspects of success and you'd like to surround yourself with them. Now, this also should be people that you either already know and can easily engage with or people who you, you know of but could reach out to, right? And and so we probably need more than five or basically what I'm we're going to do is we're going to start replacing. And again, I'm not saying we need to get a divorce. We need to get stop contact with the parents. We just need to spend more time with these other people and limit the amount of time that we spend with the negative people, right? So we're going to get to that in one second here. But as you think about this list of the other five people, you also have to make sure that you're understanding how can I spend more time with it, right? We go back to being intentional. We go back to being you taking control over your situation, over your business, over whatever it is that you're working on. And um, you're going to have to be the driver of figuring out how you can spend more time with these people. You've got to maybe step up more. You got to engage more. You got to push a little bit outside of your comfort zone more. You got to ask more questions, right? And you may find out that the person that you thought was a positive person doesn't end up being exactly what you thought, right? I I, I am so, again, so many cool opportunities coming my way. And I get to hang out with all of these people in the Canfield community who are, are trying to better themselves. And so I, I got lots of people to choose from. But that doesn't mean that every person that... Um, is trying to better themselves fit me. And that didn't make them a bad person. Didn't make me a bad person. It just like, Hey, cool. I get it. I, I want to understand who you are, but can we really support each other? Right. And, and so, you know, then, then I move on to the next person. And again, it's not about being, being mean. We have to do this so we can get better so we can help more people. And uh, my son and I were talking about this whole concept last night because, you know, he, he, he he's 10 so he kind of lives in his own world, but he's certainly not deaf to everything else that's going on. Right. And I, I just had this sense in him that he was feeling a little anxious that, you know, all of the happenings in the world right now, we're, we're getting to him a little bit. Plus his mom's been gone for a week and, and, um, you know, as much as he, he wants to be a daddy's boy, he, he, he's, he's a mama's boy and that's not a, in a negative connotation at all. He is sweet and has her loving, positive outlook and, so all of those things were kind of conspiring against him a little bit. I could just tell he was a little bit low. So we started talking about that, right? And we started talking about how this stuff has to emulate from within. And the analogy that we came up with is if you've ever dropped a rock into a, a pond, a puddle of water, whatever, lake, ocean, <laughs> still calm water area, what happens when you do that, right? Ripples occur, but ripples only go one way. Ripples only go outwards. You, know, you can't drop a rock and expect ripples to come inward right away. Ripples automatically go outward. So if we think about it in, in, in that analogy, again, we have to be the catalyst. We have to be the, the rock that drops in, and then we can affect our immediate surroundings. We can affect those five people we spend the most time with. Then we can start 
affecting people in our, our local community, whatever that might be for you. Then we can start affecting people that are in a wider space. Boom, boom, boom. And if we consistently show up, who knows how many people we can affect, right? And that's ultimately where success thrives in, right? When, when we're affecting, when we're sharing our gift with everybody, and I don't care what your business is. This is the great part about all this. I love talking to the decorators community because you guys have all the traits and, and characteristics that are near and dear to my heart and, and value, right? And we've talked about all that before. But this can work no matter what your business is, no matter what you're trying to do, right? A stay-at-home mom has that ability to affect the people around her, affect a little bit larger, right? And school community, whatever it is for them, and and keep doing it no matter what they're doing. You know, uh, same thing can can happen for somebody in politics, right? I've got to win the seat in my local community first, and then I can you know, if, if they're in it to change the world. Right. And, and I, I believe most of them start out that way and, you know, who knows what happens to them along the way. Sometimes some people might make it there. Who knows? So anyhow, all right. With all that being said, you have to be intentional about it. And then last but not least, I want to talk about how do we remove people from our list that are negative signs. Right. And, and, it doesn't matter who they are. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker. It could be, you know, like I said, a spouse, family member, parents, whatever. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. What you don't want to do is just cut ties and go, right? Because that makes more negative emotions and feelings, and then things get a little bit awkward, and, and then you get to deal with that first, right? And, and, and I don't think we want to do that. Now, there may be a point where you, you have to kind of get a little more firm and just cut ties, but I'm going to suggest two things. First and foremost, I'm going to suggest not really worrying about the negative people on your list right away. The first thing you should do is put all your focus into surrounding yourself and, and spending more time with the people from your, I want to add list. And what you'll find happens when you focus on that is that the negative people will automatically start falling off the list because you only have so much time. And if you're focused on spending all of your time with the, the plus people on your list, then you're not going to have as much time to spend with those negative people, right? And that and that's that's kind of the quick, easy way to do it. So that's the first step. But there may come a time, again, especially if it's somebody that, you know, if it's a spouse or, um, you know, somebody that you live with, um, that might be really hard to kind of, quote unquote, push them off the list. Right? And that doesn't mean that we can't interact with any negative people, right? In fact, ultimately, we want to be able to do that where we can when we're in that strong state, because then at that point, we can start affecting them and bring them up too, right? But we have to, we have to, again, be that rock that ripples out. So we have to work on what we, our immediate circle of influence first. And so, so first you're going to, you know, just focus on the positive. Second, then, like I said, we may have to have that hard conversation, but the hard conversation 
should not start off like I have started off many conversations before I started learning this stuff was immediately just going in and pointing out why you weren't going to spend time with them. Just like, hey, you know, I need to spend less time with you. And here's why. Right. Because what what you've done when you've done that is you have automatically put them on the defensive because they're feeling attacked. Whenever you start explaining to somebody what their problems are, they immediately feel attacked. So what we need to do is we need to show up. We need to say, hey, we need to have a quick conversation. Right. And and I had this conversation a little bit with my dad and it was kind of over time. Um, but if, if, if I would have done it right at the beginning, I think we could have just kind of got in and got out, but, um, the conversation needs to be, Hey, here's what I'm working on. Here's my hopes, my dreams. This is what I'm trying to do. Um, because of those things that I'm trying to do, my goal is to whatever it is, right. To give up the blaming, the whatever influence that that person is having on you, that's bringing you down. So with, with that, I really need to work on that for myself. Um, and I find that when I spend time with you, we tend to get into that rut, right? So I don't know where you're at and I'd love to understand what it is that your goals are, you know, but for me, I need less of that. And if I can't have less of that and still interact with you, I'm going to have to make that hard decision, right? You know, with my dad, I love you, but I can't do the blaming and complaining and the excuse making all the time. It, the world is not that bad, right? And so that's how we do it. That, that's how we address it. And again, it might be tough. And these are not easy things. This is going to be outside your comfort zone. Um, but if we build up to this because we've focused more on surrounding ourselves with successful people first, then pushing outside that comfort zone is going to be easier because you have that support. You know, you've got that, that list of people to fall back on, right? Get yourself into a mastermind group. You know, the five people I try to spend the most time with, in fact, we check in with each other almost every day are, are my mastermind group. So outside of my wife and, and some of the immediate people like Eric Campbell and Terry Combs and Todd Downing, um, you know, my mastermind group has become the rest of my support system. So, um, that's surrounding yourself with success. So what do you guys got for me? Um, like I said, I wanted to try to get in and out. We're just over 30 minutes at this point. And uh, I, I think that's really going to cover us. So I don't have a whole lot more for you. Uh, I know that's a lot to take in. And maybe at the end of this, you're sitting going, Aaron, how does this do anything for my business? Well, if you, again, go back and think about it, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so when we're surrounding ourselves with successful business people, that people that want to get there, that aren't always <laughs> trying to find the shortcut or the magic bullet, right? The people that are, are interested in talking about success, your business is going to succeed first. There was a story in the success principles and I don't have it in front of me right now. So I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit and, and I will get the details if anybody wants to call me on this and I, I'm totally fine with that. So just reach out to me by email success at our success If you want to call me on this, but here's how the story went. Um, a gentleman who ended up having a very successful business, a uh, multimillion dollar business started off struggling, right? And, and 
the business had kind of grown. He got to a point where he was having employees and stuff like that, but it was, it was just not good. And the one, he made one change and one change only. He didn't, didn't do anything else other than this. He said that at every meeting at, at every time one company member interacted with the other, they had to come up with one positive thing. It just had to say one positive thing. And at first it didn't really work. You know, people continued on with the negativity and the, uh, the, the kind of negative culture that had somehow been created and most likely probably from him. Uh, the owners are, are the ones that drive all culture ultimately, or they stay out of it and let the lowest common denominator drive the culture. And, and then again, that's still on the owner, right? So at first it just, it, it, it was slow, but he kept insisting, kept insisting, kept insisting. And at one point, as the story goes, somebody uh, said, you know what? I just found out that the UPS driver um, is also going to school full time because they're trying to chase their dream. And I was really inspired by that. And that that's really positive. And that, that was like the catalyst. And over a short amount of time, I believe if this, as the story goes, was about a year um, or maybe even less, they got to a point where they had to actually stop meetings early uh, because they would just sit there and share all these positive things and, and kept going. Right. And it became this culture of trying to one up each other with the positive things, which is a great place to be. Right. And, and it almost, like I said, it almost got so overwhelming that they were just going to sit in meetings and share positives all day long. And they weren't going to actually get any of the work done. And by making that one simple change, insisting that people, every time they interact, come up with one positive thing, that business turned around again, nothing else changed in the business from, from how they'd always done things. And it became a multi-million dollar business because that positivity attracted other positive things, right? Attracted money, attracted abundance, attracted all of that. So that's how surrounding yourself with success can ultimately grow your business. All right, there we go. Hopefully that helps you. In fact, I know that'll help you if you play full out and you're willing to engage, you're willing to be intentional. Um, so let's see, let's just look at the numbers here. That was number 10, surrounding yourself with success. So next week we'll be back here, same time, same place. And we are going to talk about feedback being the key. So with that being said, you guys get out there, have an amazing rest of your Saturday, and I will talk to everybody again next Saturday. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.